What's up, y'all? It's Mace Blanco on 610 from G's and Millions. I don't need clout the podcast. Make sure you check us out on I don't need clout podcast.com and all other podcasts and streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and all other platforms you can listen to podcasts on. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. So today I'm going to get into Unlucky episode number 13. I wasn't sure if I was going to do it 13, if I was just going to jump to 14, but I said, fuck it. I'm not a bitch. I'm not superstitious. I don't give a fuck anyway. I'm dropping. Episode 13. It's been one of the most talked about things in the news all week nationwide, and it happened right up the street from me, so I got to get into it. Today we're talking about Danilo Cavalcante. All right, and most of y'all probably seen this all over the news, all over social media, but Danilo Cavalcante is Spider-Man. He is Peter Parker. All right, and I'm going to go ahead and show y'all the clip. Look, my man got the lookout for him and everything right here. And boom! Spider-Man up the wall. Danilo Cavalcante escapes prison. And boom, the lookout is the fuck out of there. They had this bull creeping through the woods. They're catching him on ring cameras. This man got a book bag somehow. They got mad pictures of him now. Damn. I didn't even see all these pictures when they were looking for him. Fuck. I'm not going to lie. This dude hit them with the Michael Jordan crossover. Or the Allen Iverson crossover. Like, damn. This man said that they were within seven yards of him three separate times. Like, they almost stepped on him when they were walking past. And I don't know if that's more like, damn, this... This dude is good. This guy had a plan. He wasn't even wearing camo. He's just able to, to dip off on, you know, every agency that's possibly looking into it. They said it cost $14 million to catch him. So like a million dollars a day since he was on the run for 14 days. This man went 13 and one. All right. So Danilo Cavalcante, he is from Brazil where he was actually wanted for a homicide. He escaped Brazil. I don't know his whole trajectory path to get into Chester County, 610, Pennsylvania. But damn, this man was low-key. And I don't know if I'm fucking, like, impressed or disappointed. I'm kind of torn between impressed and disappointed. Like, damn, after he was, like, 7-0, 8-0, I was like, damn, yo, this guy already escaped Brazil. Shit, they can't find him anywhere. He might be in the Ukraine right now. I would recommend, mind you, he's a beast. He don't. He probably don't even need advice. But if you're gonna do a crime, I'm not advocating for doing crime, especially not no serious shit. But if you're gonna do a crime, you should look up where you can go where they won't extradite you back to your, what is it, country of origin. Back to your home country. Like, you wanna go somewhere to where they don't just ship you back and put you in jail when you did everything in your power to escape and get out of there and make a new life for yourself. Why would you go somewhere that would still hold you accountable for the crimes you did over here? They have a treaty together. You need to go somewhere else. But that's probably too much information. I'm not trying to assist anybody in doing nothing like that. I'm just saying. If you're going to if you're going to do some shit, you got to be all the way smart about it. All right, so from there, boom. He makes it to Pennsylvania. He starts doing all right for himself. He got himself a roommate, got an apartment, got himself a job. He's holding it down, getting the paycheck. He's grilling and drinking beers after catching a body in Brazil. My man is chilling. He's cooling. In his mind, he made it. 
He escaped. He made it successful. All right. Then I guess he had a little shorty up here. Something he probably, this is how I'm imagining it, it went down. He probably got comfortable with the girl because he got the girlfriend now. He probably admitted to her that he came from this life where he was on the run for a homicide. And that was probably fine for a while if she's willing to keep that secret. But at the same time, I don't know if I could trust a soul. If I did something like that, you would never be able to tell anybody, like even your your girl, your wife, your soulmate, whatever you want to call her, your parents, anybody, man, friends, family, acquaintances, associates, anybody, like you have to take that kind of thing to the grave. No pun intended, for real. All right, but real shit. So he starts his new life in Chester County. Everything is going cool. All right, then I'm just like, speculating from this point right he probably got into it with his girl for some reason i'm just gonna say it was probably some dumb shit i don't fucking know i just know how it is when you argue about some dumb shit i got a lot of experience in arguing about some dumb shit so boom they argue about some dumb shit that comes up that comes up in the argument his girl probably threatened to go to the authorities or whatever or i'm leaving you i'm calling the cops whatever and his brain probably clicked right into survival mode boom this motherfucker then fled through the jungle he worked since he was five he never went to school once all he knows is work and being on the run and she probably threatened to turn his ass in i'm just speculating but i'm guessing you know he's already uh killed somebody he's in a situation where somebody might come forward and tell on him probably the only person that really knows here in the united states from what it sounded like and they're getting into it he stabs the girl to death in front of her kids which is tragic and my heart goes out to to the girl and her kids for having to witness something like that it's fucking terrible I'm not advocating for that at all. Real shit. I bet you that's just how it played out. I don't think it was planned. I think it was a heat of passion type of crime, even though he was already a murderer. But after you find yourself in those kind of situations and your back's up against the wall, I feel like he was capable of violence. No doubt. He was capable of, of, of violence. He was capable of doing some shit to the public. I just don't believe that that was his intention. I believe if that situation, if that first situation never happened, I don't think he would have went on this spree to where he was a, a prison escapee for two weeks. And I'm not advocating for people to be in prison, bro, but what happened to women and children being off limits? At minimum, women and children are off limits. Every place has its set of unwritten rules. And you do hear about that in like crazy circumstance where it's like somebody goes after your mom or your, or your wife or your kids, your daughters, your sons. They take your fucking family dog out for real. Nah, but like in the US, I feel like it's a hard line in most places to where mom's off limits, grandmom's off limits. You know, your kids don't have nothing to do with this. And and I, I know it's different. I know I'm different for real, but that's why I didn't even cover Blueface and Krishan and Krishan Jr. Because to talk about that, I would have to be talking about somebody's kids. And I'm not a clout chaser. I'm exposing clout chasers the last thing i'm gonna do is talk about blueface and krishan so that you click my video and listen and me give you the same update that that they're giving you because i don't have a personal insight into their situation other than the news that y'all have so that's not something I, I really wanted to cover but this situation with the prison escape this shit is up the street from me bro and like i said women and children are off limits for sure everything is circumstantial so that's why a judge needs to see your situation as a unique situation. His situation, I would say, I like to think it's an isolated incident. And I don't know if jail is like a legit, like good punishment. Like, I don't know if I'm I'm on board with jail being like the consequence. 
But these heinous crimes for real, especially crimes against women or crimes against children. Real shit though, bro. I'm not trying to say free nobody like that. I know that's the thing, like free my man, this and that. Like, bro, we all know somebody in jail. Somebody we care about is in jail. We all get 15 minute phone calls or have got those phone calls at some point in our life. And if it's your mom or your brother or your son, your daughter, your cousin, you're going to want them to come home. Most likely, like you're going to know a different side of that person that you miss and you're not going to want them behind bars, even if they did a certain crime. But this shit is different. I'm not talking about no petty theft at the fucking Target. Like this dude killed a mother. That shit is different, bro. All right. So then we're thinking like, all right, this bull is in prison for life anyway. He was sentenced to life before he escaped. All right. So I'm looking it up. So Pennsylvania, it looks like does have the death penalty but they haven't done an execution since 1999 and in 2022 it looks like there was 128 people on death row in pennsylvania making it the seventh largest death row in the united states that's crazy bro so they got people on death row that they just had for fucking 20 some years like we gonna kill you one day bro you on death row but they ain't executed nobody since 99 damn put that bone thugs and harmony on real quick all right so my question is this with the situation with the prison escapee killed the the man in brazil he killed the the mother with in front of her kids i want to ask like where do we draw the line for being outraged where do we draw the line because there's definitely a line and and i want to establish that right a lot of us know killers realistically and statistically like we all know somebody or related to somebody who has killed and i'm just making those fucking stats up ain't no fucking stats or studies on that that i looked up anyway but i'm just speaking from personal experience not on some crazy shit i just know somebody you went to high school with got convicted for murder somebody in your in your family or your distant family got convicted for murder your grandparents cousins or whatever got convicted for murder somebody in your family done killed somebody somebody at least knows a a, a, a killer through first relationship second or third somebody has encountered a killer in some type of way like really think about that think about your past all the people you've encountered or walked past you definitely walked past a killer before but i'm asking this right when are we outraged like what is the line what is the crime and in what context is that crime that we determine or that we let determine what is outraged to us what we consider to have us outraged. And I asked that question because on the other hand or the other side of the coin, like we love someone like King Vaughn, who is at least a self-proclaimed killer. I know not everybody on that documentary they put together was his actual bodies or his confirmed kills, whatever you want to call it. But we love King Vaughn. We love the self-proclaimed killers. We love the rappers that brag about it. But for real though, where do we draw the line? Is it at killing? I don't think it's at killing because like I said, we support these other self-proclaimed killers. Is it who they kill or how they kill them? Because at the same time, everybody loved playing and talking about that Jeffrey Dahmer uh, documentary. Everybody is glued to the first 48 and the ID channel nonstop 24-7. So we're kind of infatuated with killers. And I would assume from my perspective, right, you got like killing up here and then everything else is pretty much like, you know, second to that. The burglary, arson, insurance fraud, all types of felonies, all types of misdemeanors, all the way down to fucking jaywalking or whatever you want to call it. Like jaywalking probably is the lowest fucking grime you could do that or marijuana possession now realistically like jaywalking is probably like bro you didn't cross the street at the wrong spot you're not gonna be on super max upstate or in the feds 
next to the killers for jaywalking. But real question, like where do we draw that line? Is it all the way up at murder? Meaning that people can rob, people can do home invasions, any type of crime, like you name it. Because I feel like the selective support and the selective outrage is just a real interesting thing to like observe. Now, some people say he's the GOAT. And how I take that, I don't think that's them supporting and condoning a murderer. I think they say he's the GOAT because somebody's also been locked up in the county before or real familiar with that life. And this guy was able to sneak out, which is like every fucking prisoner's dream to sneak out and get the fuck out of there. And the GOAT talk comes from him being on the run for 14 days and living off the land and surviving and being able to be hidden with every single agency looking for him. That's what they mean by the GOAT. It's not that he's a GOAT for the crimes he committed. Like, obviously, that's some dumb shit. But it was entertaining to watch, and he's a fucking beast for how he did that. Like I said, I don't support that shit at all. But I do recognize when somebody is skilled in survival... Like, he could have went and won some money on fucking one of them survival shows, Naked and Afraid or some shit. All right, and this is what his roommate said, and this is how I want to let you know or just give you that perspective that you might have encountered a killer before. Real shit. Like, all right, listen to this. This is his his old roommate. Uh, I had no idea he, he could do something like this. He, like said, he was someone super shy, like really quiet. He would, have, he would drink his beers on the weekend, make barbecue and working a lot. All right, so anyway, they ended up catching Cavalcante after the 14 days of being on the run. It was a dog that caught him actually while he was sleeping in some logs. And another reason he's the GOAT, he had a fucking Eagles hoodie on. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! They had Cavalcante hoodies, and that shit sold out in 16 minutes. Philly is fucking different, bro. So at first, they photoshopped the Eagle on his hoodie that he had on. And then he really got caught in an Eagles hoodie. Like, that's fucking irony. All right, man. So y'all got to let me know. Was Danilo Cavalcante, was he? Was it lucky that he was able to be out for 14 days? Or was he unlucky because motherfucker got caught and didn't make it out of the country in time? This is episode 13. I don't need clout the podcast on 610 from G's to Millions. Mace Blanco. I'll see you next time. I'll see you on the other side.